It's Thursday, February 9th, and this is Brian with The Morning News. Give us five minutes and we'll give you the headlines you need to know to be in the know. President Biden headed to Wisconsin on Wednesday, taking the economic pitch he delivered during the State of the Union on the road and ramping up his criticism of a Republican proposal on entitlements that led to lawmakers heckling him during the primetime speech. Mr. Biden sought to explain to the public in his address on Tuesday how they stand to benefit from the trillions of dollars in spending he helped shepherd through Congress, arguing that his policies have helped the U.S. economy recover from the COVID-19 pandemic, with the unemployment rate now at a 53-year low. Republicans say he has spent far too much federal money and been an unsteady steward of the economy. The president reiterated his message during a visit to the Laborers International Union of North America Training Center in DeForest, Wisconsin, to discuss manufacturing industry jobs. The stop in a battleground state comes ahead of his expected launch of a re-election campaign in March or April. Mr. Biden has said that he won't negotiate on raising the debt ceiling, but would be willing to have a separate discussion about spending levels. Republicans point out that past presidents have often negotiated on the debt ceiling and that Mr. Biden did so as vice president during the Obama administration. In other news, evacuated residents can return to the Ohio village where crews burned toxic chemicals after a train derailed five days ago near the Pennsylvania state line. Around-the-clock testing inside and outside the evacuation zone around the village of East Palestine and a sliver of Pennsylvania showed the air had returned to normal levels that would have been seen before the derailment, said James Justice of the U.S. Environmental Protection Agency. Hundreds and hundreds of data points we've collected over the time show the air quality is safe, he said. Residents were ordered to evacuate when authorities decided on Monday to release and burn five tankers filled with vinyl chloride sending hydrogen chloride and the toxic gas phosgene into the air. Monitors did detect toxins in the air during the controlled burn at the derailment site, but other samples outside the area did not, Justice said. Some residents have said they were worried about returning, even if authorities say it's okay to go home despite reassurances from officials. It's unlikely, though, Justice said, that there would be any dangerous levels of toxins inside any homes or businesses based on readings from the air monitors around the community. In world news, the UK is considering sending advanced jets to Ukraine and will begin training Ukrainian pilots in coming months, a major victory for President Volodymyr Zelensky, who made a surprise visit to European allies Wednesday to lobby Western governments to provide more air power to counter a growing Russian offensive. Hours after Ukrainian leader Mr. Zelensky made an emotional plea to the British Parliament for more military aid, UK officials said that Prime Minister Rishi Sunak had tasked his defense minister with analyzing which jets Britain may send, adding that no final decision had been made and that it could take a significant amount of time before pilots were fully trained. The announcement is partly aimed at jolting other countries to follow the UK's lead as the war in Ukraine reaches a critical juncture, officials say. The UK has been one of Ukraine's most hawkish allies and has been at the forefront of a number of issues. It was the first to pledge modern battle tanks, a move followed by other allies in subsequent weeks. And back in the US, Walt Disney Company said it plans to cut 7,000 jobs 
and slash $5.5 billion in costs as part of a major corporate reorganization that gives more power to the company's content executives and puts a greater emphasis on sports media at the company. Robert Iger announced the news in his first earnings call since returning as chief executive. Many of the moves signal the reversal of the approach taken by his predecessor, Bob Chapek, who was dismissed by the company's board in November. Mr. Iger is under pressure to make its streaming business profitable and reignite the company's stock price, which has fallen more than 40% from early 2021 highs. Now you know, and you're ready to go with the morning news. Share this with a friend and subscribe to us wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. You can also sign up for our newsletter at themorningnews.com. Thank you for listening.